I'm only going to talk to you for a couple of minutes this morning. And it might be a little bit unusual of a Mother's Day message, but it's, it is a Mother's Day message. <clears throat> and if you're not a mother here this morning, hang on, because this might speak to your heart as well. If I were going to preach this whole message, I was going to have called it From a Mother's Womb. And that is taken, I'm going to skip a whole bunch of stuff here, and I'm going to go over to... <clears throat> Galatians 1 and 13, and read three verses of scripture there. For ye have heard of my conversion. Obviously, this is Paul. I would have laid this all out before just jumping into this part of the scripture, but I just want to cover a couple of things, given the time and given the visitation of the presence of the Lord already in this place this morning. So Paul was talking to... Um, no, oh, excuse me, Ananias, <clears throat> let me back up. In Galatians, Paul was talking to the church at Galatia, chapter 1 and verse 13. And he says, for you have heard of my conversion in times past in the Jews' religion, about how that beyond measure I persecuted the church of God and wasted it. And I profited in the Jews' religion above many of my equals in my own nation, being more exceedingly zealous of the traditions of my fathers. And herein lies the message and the hope in this message today. Verse 15, Paul writes, but when it pleased God, who separated me or set me apart for his divine purpose and service from my mother's womb and called me by his grace to reveal his son to me that I might preach him among the heathen. Paul is saying here, I had no merit for the Lord to look upon me, yet from my mother's womb, did he put this in my heart? Did he call me? Did he set apart from the Judaism that he was raised up in? I want to go on to say that the Bible is completely silent about who Paul's mother is. And I read many, many sources about why is that? Why is Paul's mother nameless and mentioned, not mentioned in the Bible? Because she did all the things. She circumcised him on the eighth day. She taught him all the character traits, the loyalty, the patriotism, the nationalism, the dogged determination that we see in Paul's life, event after event after event, all of the things that he endured at his mother's knee, he learned them. Even in the synagogue, when he was rubbing shoulders with Gamaliel, the highest on the Sanhedrin court, so well known and so well versed in Judaism and all the law that he knew, she did her part to prepare him. But she could not see the Lord's purpose for him to win souls for Christ. 
And that's why the, the, the writings that I read said that when Paul was converted to a Christian, his family disowned him and had nothing more to do with him. There were so many in the scripture that the Bible says were called from their mother's womb. I just wrote down 10. Isaac, Ishmael, Solomon, Josiah, the most righteous, pre, uh, most righteous king that Israel had, Jeremiah, Cyrus, the king of Persia, Isaiah, David, John the Baptist, and of course, Jesus Christ, all called from their mother's womb. Not all of those mothers played an active role in their role, in their son's role, to work for the Lord, but many did. And unfortunately, Paul didn't have a praying mother behind him because they had to disown him for leaving the Jewish faith and tradition mostly tradition. What a treasure it would have been for Paul as he went through the perils and the terrors and the hardships that he did. But his mother would have had no part. In the book of Romans chapter 16, there are 29 names listed there. Paul saying, Greet so-and-so, greet so-and-so, salute this one and salute that one. I believe, I lost since I'm not following my notes here exactly, uh, bear with me just a minute. I think it is in the, um, here it is, chapter 16, verse 13. Paul says, salute Rufus chosen in the Lord, and his mother, and mine. Do you see that? Paul says, salute Rufus, who was also chosen in the Lord, and his mother, and mine. Why would he say that? <clears throat> Jesus said, if you lose or leave your mother, your father, your sister, your brother, lands, houses, for my name's sake, you will receive a hundredfold back, both in this life and in the life to come. So here we see an example where the Lord provided a mother figure for Paul, even though she wasn't his biological mother, she played a role in mothering Paul. We know this because Paul said, Ruf, greet Rufus and his mother and mine. It is said that Rufus's father is Simon of Cyrene, the same who carried the cross of Jesus on his way to Golgotha. And it is written that in other books, not in the Bible, I couldn't find any record of it in the Bible, that the woman who is Rufus's mother, who Paul is claiming as his own, was Simon the Cyrene's wife. The mother of Rufus was his wife. You see that family relationship there. And Jesus said that if you leave them for my sake, I will provide in this life and in the next. 
I read that it is her who arranged the ladies in the church to put together a food train and take it to the prison and feed Paul while he was suffering in the prison. It was her who put together the bandages to go to the prison and minister to his physical body when he was beaten. The point of this is, like Paul, not everybody had a praying mother. He was disinherited for his beliefs, and he lost most of the other relatives that he had in this life. But Psalm 68, and this is what I want to leave with you this morning, and if you did not take a gift this morning because you don't have a child, you take a gift anyway. Psalm 68, 5 through 6 says, A father to the fatherless and a judge or an advocate for the widow is God in his holy habitation. God sets the solitary in families and he brings out those who are bound in chains but the rebellious dwell in a dry land. The Message Bible says, the father of orphans, champions of widows is God who is in his holy house and he makes homes for the homeless and leads prisoners to freedom. But he leaves the rebels to rot in hell. Earlier, I wished all of our ladies a happy Mother's Day. It doesn't matter what title you have or what title you are called by. You might be a mom, you might be a grandma, you might be an auntie, you might be a sister or a cherished friend. Maybe you need a family or you're like Rufus's mother and you have room in your heart to mother someone who needs a mother. God puts families together and puts people in families who need mothers. Will you stand with me this morning? I'm gonna bring it to a close. Father, I'm so thankful this morning for your presence in this place. Oh, how my soul was drenched with the presence of Jehovah. Oh God, what a special meeting place this morning. What a special holy habitation we experienced with you this morning. And Lord, I'm so thankful for each and every lady here, no matter what the title is of those who love them is. Lord, I pray that you bless each and every lady, mother, grandma, sister, aunt, whoever they are to their loved one, Lord. I pray that you would flourish that relationship and even allow them to grow deeper in that relationship of giving and investing in another. Oh God, we thank you for today to honor mothers. We honor our mother, Lord, my mother, who's been in heaven for 34, I think, years, Lord. Oh, but what a treasure she was in my heart. What a treasure she was that she taught me the ways of the Lord. And she taught me the ways of life, Lord, that would make me into who I am today and that you put your blessing upon that relationship. Oh, God, I'm thankful for your love. We're thankful for all of the blessings 
that you give us today, Lord. And I ask that you go forth with each and every one in this building today, Lord, that we feel your healing power. We feel your reviving touch in our spirits as we did today, Lord. Oh, God, and we give you place in our everyday existence for our moving and being is within you, Lord. Oh, hallelujah. Father, we just thank you. Just take a minute to thank him, Lord, for this precious, precious day, this precious gift of love that he bestowed upon us this morning. Oh, hallelujah. Go with us, Lord. Shine your face upon us and give us your grace. In Jesus' precious name, amen and amen.